Hey guys, welcome to the Challenge Podcast. I'm Coach Steve. And I'm Coach Nick. And we're going to be talking about everything fitness, health, and the challenge. Let's get on with the show. What's up guys, Coach Steve here, and welcome back to another episode of the Challenge Podcast. In today's episode, I'm joined with M Challenge's first ever grand champion. We have Dimitros Desky. Dimitros, welcome to the Challenge Podcast. How are you, Steve? Pleasure to be here. I am, I'm excited to spend a little bit of time chatting about your experience with the M Challenge. Now, Dimitros, just a few days ago, you found out that not only did you make the top 50, not only did you make the top 10, you won the very first ever M Challenge. How has the past couple of days been like for you? Oh, man, it's, it's been so exciting. Um, just to even make the top 10 was, a top 50, top 10 was so exciting. And then to actually get rewarded for all my effort um, and become the grand champion of the M challenge. I, was, I can't explain it, mate. I'm still, I'm still in shock. Like I'm still so grateful and I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm very, very humbled by it. Well, look, it's uh, absolutely amazing transformation. And I've got some numbers in front of me because we like num- looking at numbers. The, the starting <laughs> the starting weight that you inputted when you started the challenge was 95 and a half kilos and you finished at 67.7 kilos. So uh, on the M challenge, you lost 27.8 kilos or 29.1% of your body weight. So almost 30% of your body weight, almost a third of your body weight gone. That's, that's life-changing. What's that been like? Oh, well, I can run faster. That's for sure. <laughs> no, it's, um, it's really good, man. Like, so I've really taken up running as a hobby throughout this whole challenge. And I've been doing a lot of like marathons, half marathons, stuff like that. And mate, I'm telling you the distance I can get now without my joints hurting. It's amazing. <laughs> well, we'll talk about, we'll talk about that in a moment, but look at Dimitros, uh, Let's just start off with a little bit of introduction about your yourself. So would you like to give us a little bit of a, an introduction, maybe telling us where you're from, what you do for work, and who is Dimitros? Okay. Well, my name is Dimitros. Dimitros. Um, <laughs> uh, yes. I'm a 34-year-old landscaper. I live in Pakenham. And yeah, that's about me, basically. Yeah, okay. And landscaper, you've been doing that for most of your adult life. I've been doing landscaping for probably 18 years, since I was yeah. like 16. Yeah, quite a long time actually. So it is a very physical job. So getting my steps in wasn't a problem. Um, yeah. yeah. Now, uh, Dimitrios, tell me. Um, you know, we all have our own reasons why we we join the challenge. So, would you like to give us a little bit of a story about why you chose to join us for the July M Challenge? Um. Well, basically, I got sick and tired of being sick and tired, like being being overweight to the point where you know, even just everyday tasks was getting quite hard. I, um, I needed to make a change. And I found with the M challenge to have that behind me, to keep me accountable, to have the support from the um, social group on Facebook, everything all plays hand in hand for me. Like I, um, I really relished it. I really took it on board and yeah, like loved it. Now, it sounds like you have a pretty uh, physically active job, you know, as a, as a landscaper, you're on your feet all day, maybe on the tools. And maybe if you were to rewind at the start of the challenge, you know, almost at about 100 kilos or so, um, was there any moment at work where maybe it was very physically exhausting and you go, I, I, I need to do something about this? Like, did you have that type of like spark or light bulb moment? Actually, I do remember the moment I was um, on this job in Hawthorne and I was with one of my apprentices 
something fell over the back of a brick wall and to actually lean down to get it and my pants restricted me. I was, it was so tight around my midsection to actually pick it up. I just, yeah, that was my, that was my point where I, I had to make a change. It was, it was quite, quite an eye-opening moment to realize I let myself go that far at that point. Yeah. Yeah. And then you kind of mentioned already that you've recently picked up running. Um, yeah, right. What, what has that journey been like? And I only say this because myself personally, um, I, I set myself a goal a couple of years ago to run the Melbourne Marathon, right? And I've never really been a quote runner or had that type of identity as a, as a runner. I've always been like a, a weightlifter, right? So for me to start running, I was just genuinely heavy. So everything hurt. I had experiences with, you know, plantar fasciopathy, knee pain, hip pain, back pain, it all, all happened until I slowly built up some tolerance. I lost a little bit of body weight and I got better at running. And then all those things just dissolved itself. Can you tell us a little bit about that experience where you may have started your running journey and as you lost a, a little bit of weight and got better at running, you know, it became more enjoyable. So for, for some people, just the idea of joy and running in the same sentence is just baffling. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, for me, um, when I go for a run, it's also a mental health game too. And it's also, as you're running, as you know, you get maybe a kilometre in and then the mind will come in and it will say, no, oh, this is too hard, you've got to stop. And for me, I love being able to beat myself. I love being able to quiet that mind. I love being able to go, no, I'm going to keep going. And then by the time you get to the second kilometer, all of a sudden you might start getting a little bit of a stitch, but then you tell, your mind will tell you, no, I've got to stop. I've got to stop. I've got to stop. Then you push through that. So for running, for me, it was more, it was very exciting as well, like to be able to better myself every time I ran and to be able to quiet that mind up every time I ran. My mind is quite a um, very fast paced mind. You might call it ADHD, who knows? But um, yeah, but to be able to train myself in that way was very exciting. That's where I got my motivation from. And when you talking about running, were you trying to progress by increasing the total distance you ran or were you trying to progress by increasing the speed that you were running what, what, what way did you progress over time um distance so i kept my speed always the same mm -hmm. so i'm probably sitting at around at the moment 5.5 seconds a kilometer over a longer distance 5.5 seconds a kilometer sorry 5.5 minutes yeah. i don't know why i'm a little bit nervous talking to you today it's weird but anyways it's all good, my friend. Now, um, okay, so if we were to like break down your journey with running, did you start like the 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 humbling like run around the block, and then that built into like two laps around the block, and then maybe like um, a, a two kilometer run, and then maybe like that five k run? Like, how did you progress over, over time? How long did it take to progress over time? It was actually quite a quick journey. Actually, um, I started on the treadmill just after a weight session. Started yeah. on the treadmill, clicked over a couple of k's, and died basically it was very difficult <laughs> um then one of my friends said hey if you enjoy running come out with us and mm -hmm. then went out in a group run quite yeah. enjoyed that then yeah just kept progressing progressing and outdoor runs all the time now i love it yep yeah um when you're running do you listen to music or do you just like the oh yes yeah oh yes listen to music i have to quiet my mind it, and my mind can get quite loud as i run 
yeah most things i do actually so to quiet that mind um yeah and i love some really deep heavy music while i run same as like a big set you know when you got like heavy weights on the bar and you got that you know you know that feeling well what what kind of uh heavy music are you listening to like some some rocks and metals and like dubstep what are you what are you on hey this is gonna sound weird all my friends call me weird but i don't actually know music to artists like song to artists Uh but yeah like I just yeah I can go rock I can go heavy metal and then I could even have a soft R&B song mixed in there it's just yeah it's just very random yeah yeah no look I'm I'm with you where uh when I go to train I usually just go on like Spotify and just click um you know like a metal mix or um R&B mix or something like that it's just a mix of artists and it's all kind of like the same same sound so you, you don't really know what's playing but it just has the same sound you know yeah maybe it was something like that right yeah yeah um, okay, and then I saw recently that you were at the Melbourne Marathon. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. Yep. And did you run the full or the half? Oh no, 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 no! I only did ten kilometers on that day. Okay. I only did ten kilometers. I'm doing a half in December on December the fourth. Yep. But I'm yeah, I'm just running all the time now. So yep. Half, and then the next step after that will be the full. Yep. So you ran the ten k. So the the next big milestone is the half marathon, and then yep. and then when's plans to do the full marathon? Next year. Next year. Yeah. Next okay. year. Are you so excited about it? A... Half is in December. I think December the 4th. Yeah. Yeah. 2XU in, um, so the day after the six-week challenge. Awesome. That's that's a, that's a good prep time. Um, and then for the yeah. full marathon, are you excited to run for four or five hours? I wouldn't say excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm willing to take on the challenge. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited about the prospect of finishing it. Yeah. Just to complete it. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not excited. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, probably I am excited, actually. I'm yeah. crazy like that. Get excited. Get excited. Look, just from my one-time experience with the Melbourne Marathon, um, it definitely was a... a, a, a I would use the words life-changing experience running the damn thing. Um, yeah. And then the, the uh, energy of the days is what pulls you through like the, the, the crowds and the excitement and everything was just amazing. So um, if you do a, a bigger marathon event, such as the Melbourne marathon, um, I believe that any person can do it as they are right now. Um, it might take you a little bit longer, uh, but there were definitely people who were much more out of shape than I am and much older than I am far ahead of where i was and they made it look easy so i i lots of envy for those those runners who are just much better runners than i am yeah now uh demetrios let's talk about some challenges so i'm sure that your challenge experience wasn't just sunshine and rainbows so can you speak about some of the challenges that you faced over the past 12 weeks to get this amazing result that you did some of the challenges would be um probably social pressures um social pressures like so i have a very social life and having a lot of people invite me places and having to say no um obviously my goals my goals are my priority but some people they don't understand that's that's what i was finding a struggle like you have friends and family they will they will say oh but one won't hurt you you can just have one and then sort of the the non-understanding from anybody else to respect what goals I want to achieve, if that makes sense. Like Mm -hmm. you do have people that fully, fully understand, but then you do have, that was my biggest struggle. You do have some people that they, they just don't, they don't understand, but that's okay. Um, That was the biggest struggle to be able to say no and then not have to justify, but 
sometimes I felt the need I had to justify or people would not get off my case about why I would not want to enjoy that burger with them, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. 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 Yeah, no, I think we can all we can all relate to that. So yeah. can you speak to us about what you might have done to to overcome that? You know, other than just saying like no, uh, like did you have any strategies to um, manage those situations? Well, a lot of the time I would, um, so I just removed myself from the situation. I wouldn't put myself in the environment. So mm-hmm. if I knew there was an upcoming party and there was lots of food and treats and do I really need to go? Do I really need to be there at this point? Like, or if the social pressure's got too much, I'm talking about where people are pushing and prodding, just remove myself from the situation, mm-hmm. ever so politely, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I can I can relate to that. And often it does come with lots of, um, like, maybe social awkwardness right like you know you want to go and enjoy these things but then sometimes you you have some well-meaning friends who just want you to have a fun time and oh have a drink have a burger have this 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 and this um but sometimes the best option is just to remove yourself from that that situation and you don't want to be rude you don't want to be mean or anything like that um but sometimes those tough conversations can go a long way right to say hey this this is my goal for this time um and then after this time maybe i will enjoy it like i'm sure the the night that you won you would have had had a drink or celebrated Uh, or something like that right yeah i guess i had a couple of drinks that night (laughs) and Um, you know you're not a bad person for having a drink right um and i'm sure the next day you might have went for for a run or something like that and you know you enjoyed that experience and then you know you you move on from that and i think that's what the 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 point of it all is right yeah yeah exactly right exactly Um, right now, look, D- Dimitrios, let's talk about change. So if you were to jump into a, a, a time machine and go back to the start of the 12-week journey, can you speak to a little bit, speak a little bit about how your life has changed over the past 12 weeks? How my life has changed? Well, I've taken up running, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, healthy, just the healthy lifestyle that I've adopted. Now, my partner, she's, she's taken on the healthier lifestyle as well like Mm -hmm. so we are both meal prepping together um she's doing her first m6 challenge actually um so which is for me so exciting like to see that we we have the same hobbies Mm -hmm. and we can cook together we can um train together all that good stuff so my life has changed where instead of on a Friday night, we're sitting there eating pizza and watching Better Call Soul on Netflix. <laughs> we're sitting here last night and we're weighing our, weighing our meats, weighing our veggies. You know, it's so nice. Such a good, such a good hobby. Now, before the challenge, um, were either of you into any sorts of fitness at all? Oh, well, she does a lot of horse riding and track work. So that's a little bit physical in itself, but no, not really. Yeah. And then you joined the M challenge and then now both of you are, you know, meal prepping together. And is she running with you? Oh, she's taken up running. Yes. So she yep. did um, 10 kilometers on the, uh, on the half mar- on the marathon day. Yep. She never ran anything in her life. Same as me. And then yep. not even two months later, she's um, out there running and now she's got a PT three times a week. Awesome. Um, she's really taken on the, um, yeah, all from all from me starting the M challenge, essentially, that's where it all stemmed from. Yeah. So now we've both adopted a healthier lifestyle and training, nutrition. It's great. 
Yeah, that's beautiful. And I think sometimes um, we face uh, an internal challenge in our household with our partner, right? And some individuals will join the challenge. They would get um, they, they, they jump into the deep end of the challenge. They're, they're doing the meal prep. They're, they're, they're eating a certain way. They're training a certain way. They're getting their steps in. They're really uh, in the deep end of it all. Whereas their, their partner just aren't, isn't interested at all about fitness, health, dieting, anything like that, which is okay. You know, we don't need to have the same, um, you know, lifestyles. Uh, but then often that causes a riff in a relationship where, you know, as one person changes and starts to prioritize their fitness, their health and doing these types of activities, whereas the other partner, um, you know, isn't interested in those types of things, that's when people start to grow apart. And it's beautiful to see that your partner is, is joining you on this journey. And you might find that you both change for the better. You have different hobbies, different interests. And now you get excited about, oh, let's do the half marathon in December. That, that's, that's awesome to train for. You get to share that experience and share the journey together and it, grow, it helps you to grow even closer as, as a couple, which is beautiful to see. So a big congratulations on that. Ah, thank you. Well, look, what's what's next then? You know, you want to you got the, the half marathon coming up and the full marathon. Um, do you have any other big, big plans around fitness and, and training? Um, well, we're going to Thailand in February. Um, so it's going to sound silly, but just to be able to have my shirt off on a beach and have photos taken of me without the fear, that's, that's, that's the biggest achievement as well. That is massive. Like as a teenager growing up being insecure about my weight, growing through adult life and now to be able to have my shirt off, look, there is always going to be some slight insecurity that I'm always working through, but to be able to do that now, so exciting that it's like it gives you a piece of your life back. That's the way I can put it. Um, that's exciting. That's what I'm looking forward to too. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's talk about those those final photos uh, and the, the the Calvin Klein model uh, remarks that Coach Nick and I yeah. made. Uh, yeah, mate, those those final photos were, were just, just, just awesome. Um, and hopefully you can get some um, sweet shots of your, yourself in, in Thailand, maybe on a, on a boat or something similar. Yeah, one of those boats in um, PP Island, you know, those yeah, iconic yeah. rocks. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'd be like James Bond, mate. That's it. Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah, yeah, you could be like Daniel Craig coming out of the water, right, uh, in, in Thailand. Um, is that is that PP Island? What's the, what's the rock off of? Um, anyway, you'll find James it. Bond Island? The, maybe uh, the James, I think it's literally called James Maya Bond Island. Island or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Know. I think it's in like the southeast of, of Thailand. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can get that, that iconic shot coming out and you'll fit the part too. Yeah. <laughs> thanks mate (laughs) now look uh dimitrios let's talk about advice so if someone came up to you today and they wanted to start their own fitness journey maybe they wanted to lose a little bit of weight or maybe run a 10k or maybe they're about to start the m6 challenge that starts off in just a couple of days what advice would you give that person okay well for me what worked for me is discipline over motivation like one day you'll be motivated and you'll be like, yeah, we got this. Let's go train. Then the next day you may not be so motivated, but it's the discipline that's going to get you through. So in saying that with nutrition, keep your nutrition hundred percent on point. It doesn't matter if you're not feeling mentally fit to go to the gym, you can miss a training session. That's okay. But if you can keep your nutrition on point, you will see results beyond your wildest dreams. Like I kept my nutrition 100% the whole time. I missed plenty of training sessions. There were some days where I just 
oh, you know, one of those, I can't be bothered. I need, I need a bit of me time, but that's okay. Nutrition on point. Discipline will get you through. Like yeah. That. Yeah. That's, that's really good advice. And I think you're, you're right. We're sometimes you're really motivated um, until you open that front door and you get the first, uh, you know, breeze of cold air, um, especially on like a winter's time, because you, you did the challenge through the, the winter period. So I'm sure there were some, you know, days where you open the door and you're like, oh, I do not want to go for a run today. And, and that's okay, right? Um, but as long as you're you're eating well to support that that lifestyle, you know, you you could get away with, with, with skipping a day or two of training here and there um, and still get this amazing result that you did, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what did you, so just finally talking about like that idea of discipline over motivation, on those days where you didn't want to train, um, let's say you did open the door um, and you were going to go for a run, maybe a, a 5k run in the, the local area, open the door, you get the, the gush of cold air. Um, what did you do? Did you decide to go for a run? Did you s- s- break it up into short periods? Did you just start at one kilometer, two kilometer and then five kilometer done? Like talk to, talk to us about that. What was that like? Yeah, I think it's a little bit in my circumstance, a little bit different. As we spoke of my physical job, like some days on my job will be concreting, jackhammering, breaking up like bluestone rocks. And I'll be walking a 20,000 steps a day on site. Like my job is that physically demanding that sometimes I don't have the time or I like, I'll get back home at 8 PM at night. And then I've got a meal prep for the next day. So I meal prep daily um, because I, I just hated the, I hated like doing it for a full week. Cause I found by the third day, didn't taste as good so I just meal prepped daily so I didn't have time sometimes to go to the gym but my calorie expenditure was that high just through work um so that's what I mean it's different for me but for some people where they do have the time and they do have the time and they sorry my mind's gone blank uh yeah sorry Steve that's okay. So when people do have the time uh, to do these things, but then they choose not to do them, um, that's when it faces problems, right? Yes, exactly. So, but if you can keep the discipline to keep your nutrition on track, it's a, like what I'm saying is don't beat yourself up. Some sometimes we have those days where we don't feel motivated to do much. It might be a mental health day. You might be feeling a little bit low, a little bit flat. Don't just throw in the towel over the whole thing keep your nutrition on point have a little bit of you time tomorrow's a better day and you'll be back on track yeah i like that and that's really good advice because um you know in the in the coaching world i'm just put my little coaching hat right now on right now um you know we have certain expectations of ourselves that we want to train three days a week four days a week five days a week six days a week whatever it is and meet a certain performance standard like i want to uh, you know, bench press a hundred kilos three times a week. And if I don't meet that, I'm, you know, experiencing a diminishing return. Like I'm not progressing over time, but then what happens is as we try to meet this standard over time, we, we get fatigued, we get tired, life gets thrown at us. And, you know, we might have a, a poor sleep here and there. We're, we're stressed about, I don't know, money, politics, social stuff, you know, you know, what, what, what clothes you going to wear tomorrow. We, we get stresses in our life those things play on us. um, And then we do see a decrease in performance over time. And that may first get presented to us as this sense of fatigue, feeling tired, uh, decrease in um, motivation or or mood changes. And we may benefit from actually having a rest day on those days. So instead of going to the gym and expecting 100 kilos on a bench press, you may only be able to do 
70 kilos on a bench press on that particular day. So you go, well, if I just had a rest day on this one day, train the next day, then I can get back to my 100 kilo benchmark versus going to the gym, struggling at 70 kilos, and then trying to go to the gym the next day, struggling at 60 kilos and then 50 kilos, and you get this diminishing return over time. So it's um, a wise way to manage ourselves, you know, this kind of self-reported um, perception of readiness to train, how ready am I to train, um, and letting that dictate and guide us into, should I train today or should I not? And it's okay to have a rest day. It's okay to give yourself a mental health health day. It's okay to say, no, like my body's not ready to train today. I've had a really big day. Uh, I don't need to try to go for a run or lift weights or anything like that. And I think you've outlined it in a, in a perfect way. So, so thank you for that. Now, Dimitrios, I'd like to wrap it up there, my friend. I want to take a moment to thank you for donating some of your time to be part of the Challenge Podcast. And I want to congratulate you on just a, an absolutely amazing result that you've achieved in the M Challenge. You've blown us all away in the, the effort that you've put in and the transformation that you've achieved, losing you know, almost 30 kilos, almost 30% <laughs> of your body weight, which is just huge. It's just 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 insane. Um, and you know, we're, we're excited to see where you go in the future. I wish you all the, the, the joy that comes with running a half marathon and, and full marathon. And you know, we're, we're honored that we have played a small part in your fitness journey. I uh, appreciate that, Steve. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in, guys. If you like the show, share it with a friend. Or leave us a review on iTunes to spread the good word. See you next time.